0: And one Ernie
1: (laughs) One weekly discussion
0: of comics (laughs) and nerd culture
1: I am your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer
0: And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd Mm. I'm gonna eat crackers in your bed, Robbie
1: (laughs) We are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour Here for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic, manor, and much, much more and, uh, Eric, it's a curveball. Eric, Eric caught me off guard with his uh, I know he I know he can do a good Muppet voice. I don't know why it caught me off guard. Honestly, I should have expected it.
0: <laughs> Always expect Muppets. Yeah, Always.
1: I, just, I probably should have expected it. I did
0: not. Kermit and Ernie—they sound the same.
1: Yeah, they a lot of those they, guys.
0: Very, very, very similar.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's very subtle inflection differences.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's too subtle for me. I just do. One voice. It's, it's also my Ray Romano impression.
1: <laughs> that's Well, that's also accurate.
0: It's a, a little whinier. You just drag it out longer.
1: So, Handsomeites, we are back. After a, a long, a long break.
0: I've been working on that this whole time.
1: Good job. Yeah. Yeah. What time was spent. Mm-hmm. It's not like we had families to go see or you know, no. holidays to celebrate.
0: The kids in my family did demand over and over again that I uh, I did a Mickey Mouse impression. They did, were very impressed. They
1: were. They liked it.
0: They were bananas for it. They they kept telling me to do everything. And the the one the one was too little. He didn't. He asked me to do Pluto. Which meant just make a dog noise. He was too young and stupid to realize he was just asking me to make a dog noise.
1: <laughs> Do Pluto! Arr, arr, oh,
0: arr, 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 arr. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> delighted when I barked, though.
1: Okay, well, that's all that matters. He's yeah, happy. That's, that's all that he,
0: matters. He, he was very happy. He, he sat on my lap and then farted on me. Because <laughs> well, he's, he's, a, he's a child and he's obsessed with farting.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. As opposed to being an adult and obsessed
0: it's they they should put you in jail for that, I think.
1: <laughs> uh we have uh our third annual handsome boys handies awards later on. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. We're gonna hand out some handies.
0: We we are we're gonna we're gonna handy you right up. The, yeah. The
1: dumbest Did you did you come up with I think it was you who came up with the handies.
0: Oh yes, it was absolutely man. And
1: we just we were like, yeah, that's dumb. Let's do that. And now we're still doing it.
0: <laughs> it's still funny. It is. I still. I I am still. I still am like a child.
1: <laughs> yep. It's still. It's. it's still has not lost its novelty.
0: Nope. Nope. It's still. Still. Uh. Still. A jo- still a good joke.
1: And we get a year off from it. I think that's really.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. It keep, keeps it relatively fresh.
1: Yeah. But, uh, we, we have, before we get to our awards, we have, uh, some other, we have some comic books to talk about, Eric. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Some, some comic books. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> I
1: know. It is time for Weekly Floppies. <laughs> Weekly Floppies is the part of the show where Eric and I will, uh, read a selection. Uh, well, usually this week's books and tell you to buy or do not buy them. This, I, I kind of combed through the past few weeks, you know, the weeks we haven't been reading and I, I threw some extra ones in there. Uh, it, the release schedule has been relatively light, Mm. uh, for the most part. Uh, so I have, you know, I threw in things I think that, you know, we should probably look at. Uh, we're going to start off with ringside number two. Uh the credits are on the final page as uh, they yeah, yeah, as they want to be. Yeah. Joe Keating writer, yeah. Nick Barber art, Simon Gaw colors, Ariana Mauer letters, Shana Matuzak editor. Um I, I was a little bit surprised by the the, uh, the events of this issue. I guess it 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 subverted what we were expecting a little, I
0: think. Mhm. Well, I think the uh it sort of makes that last, that last cliffhanger panel a little bit bullshit. <laughs> it immediately, it's like, "I'm gonna kill these guys," and then the next page is like, "What do you mean you're gonna kill those guys? No,
1: No, you're not gonna
0: do that." No, it it uh, it just kind of wasn't as bold a statement. No, it as, is not as the first one, I, but I, it's it's enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I. I, I don't know. I'm I think I'm kind of in a mixed uh opinion on this book still mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I still I don't know. I I feel like yeah, walking tall in, with wrestling is not necessarily, you know, walking tall with anything is not original, but yeah. it's a direction. And now I'm not necessarily sure what he's certainly still trying to figure out what's happening, but it's turning to more of a detective story. Mhm. I'm uh, just not sure how much I'm enjoying that so far. Uh,
0: it's it's the thing that I like about it is it does feel very character driven, but it's a little too meandering. You know, um, I, I I don't know. Yeah, we go it, like it he, should probably it should be a more concise statement. I think is what I'm trying to say. The
1: main character goes on this long. Like goes on the strip with this bail bonds guy, mm-hmm. just to f- have the bail bonds guy tell him nothing. Like, and I, I don't know, I It reveals a little bit of character about the mm-hmm. rest, the 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 main character, the former wrestler guy. But I don't think it doesn't really give you enough. I mean, why couldn't they just see him get that information before that, and we can move through the story a little bit faster? Unless I don't know if this guy is going to end up being. I think it's, like, a way for it to end on that another kind of, like, hey, look, we're going to go out with, like, hey, Mm -hmm. cliffhanger thing again.
0: Mm -hmm. It's almost as if they had decided to change direction pretty radically. They they had to give him a different weapon to where, I don't know, the the consequences for what he's about to do is less severe. it's, It's unusual.
1: It's hard to say. What's good yeah
0: happen. right
1: uh I, you still still like the art
0: it doesn't feel as strong as the last one, but it's still it's still palatable i I don't think this is a bad book it's it it's just i don't I'm not as high on number two as number one,
1: yeah, I agree with you I think I think I'm a buy but I'm a little mushy mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe a two.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'd go any more than two. Two feels, two feels right (laughs) in my heart guts.
1: Oh, going that deep,
0: eh? I I, I go all the way, baby. (laughs) I thought briefly about not saying that, and I'm like, no. (laughs) So that is. Yeah, I was well. There's like 37 pages of letters in this book. There's a
1: lot of there's a lot of letters.
0: Every person except the two of us that's read this book has written to them, and there's, they printed every letter. I,
1: I think there's a reason they continue to make comic books about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's that Venn diagram. Of yes, that, wrestling that, fans and comic that book fans is
0: huge.
1: It's, it's not a perfect circle, but it's pretty wide. I think.
0: It's like the triple Venn diagram of Sailor Moon fans, uh, Bronies, and uh, Deadpool fans.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I
0: that's a that's a dangerous person. <laughs> yes, they're they are they are a loose cannon on the edge.
1: I think I've ran into them at a comic convention this, this
0: time. They're, yeah, they they probably are. You know about five ten and weigh eighty seven pounds Or oh. they're they're five ten and weigh four hundred and fifty pounds.
1: You just reminded me of something I'm so happy I get to tell you about
0: oh goodness gracious but
1: I'm gonna wait until check it in gonna tell I, you.
0: I now i'm now i'm excited I hope, I'm hoping you haven't
1: heard of this before you might have, but we'll find out
0: okay. so ringside
1: two is a double buy uh mush two point oh on the mush meter. Our next book is Patsy Walker, aka Hellcat Number One. It's a quite a title.
0: It's a, I believe it's pronounced "aka."
1: Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry.
0: Aka Hellcat. Aka. Mm-hmm.
1: Is this in one of those animes?
0: Animes. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Animes, real, you know.
1: Uh, yes, of course. Uh is written by Kate Leth, Art Brittany Williams, Megan Wilson on colors with Joe Sabino and Clayton Cows on Letters. Um another female character kind of drummed up from the C D list. And uh she's she's this sort of in Jessica Jones' uh Netflix show. Sort of. They they kind of have her in there. Um this is not connected to that whatsoever. I, it's, it's it's Hellcat running a superhero temp agency, I guess. Erica, yeah. I, okay. We're, I'm,
0: we're, I'm 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 here. Sorry, I'm.
1: I I'm I'm was thoughtful. It, okay. Uh, there's parts of this I really like. Yeah. And then there's parts of this I I don't like.
0: I I agree. I think. I think this is who Miss Leth is becoming. Like, what you you tell me what you don't don't like about this, and tell me what you do like because I think there are a lot of really fun and rich character moments. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of what is t- truly great about this, it rips off wholesale from Squirrel Girl.
1: It's, I mean, it is an amalgamation of, like, things that I like. It's Whirl and Hawkeye and mm-hmm. Batgirl, even. Uh mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is funny, and there's really cute and fun character stuff in it. There's a lot of, like, motifs that those comics have used. I mean, I don't think those are the comics are the first ones to use them, but they're easily, you know, recognizable because they're in print and, you
0: know,
1: right now. Uh, so I, I like that he's still here. It's, I, you know, and I think the character interactions are fun. Uh, with between, like, you know, when you see She Hulk and, and, and Hellcat, and I, I, despite myself, I like Ian. Uh, I like the, uh, the, the, the cast of characters. It's kind of building up, it do, which it successfully does in a pretty short amount of time. Uh, but some of the, dialogue and it is mm-hmm. super not subtle about its message. And yeah.
0: Kate Kate Leth uh, is that kind of person.
1: And I, it it does not feel like normal people talking. Mm-hmm. It feels very much like this is what we believe. Here is our here is a mission statement like a corporation that's, that, would say.
0: Yeah, that's that well it's called author appeal and Kate is um pretty shameless about it. In, in a lot of the stuff she's written lately. Um I don't know. I think she's a tremendous talent. She's done some absolute dynamite stuff. Um I don't know that she's faltering, but she I think she needs to tighten up her game a little bit. She might need she might need a little bit of editing. I, I but, mean, there, uh, and there's, a, the, there's the, still, the raw, the raw talent's definitely there. There's a lot of potential in this book. I, I I
1: like it a lot. I like having Patsy Walker as like this Archie character that has to outgrow that shadow as a superhero. And you know, I really enjoy these these like normal people in the in the cast. Not even you know the She Hulks and the and the the superheroes, established superhero characters we know. I. And it's still like I can look past it, like the clunky stuff, and I hope it doesn't stay like that. Mm-hmm. Because Score Girl is a similar book that doesn't have that stuff in it. Um, that delivers the message without you getting hit in the head with a hammer by it. I think by what it like what it's saying, if it's saying anything. Other than, hey, it's, squirrels are cool, and but I, I, it, Superior Temp Agency is—it's it, an interesting idea that I feel like it hasn't been done in Marvel or DC, really.
0: It feels like she's making a statement about uh, artists more than superheroes.
1: Yeah, occasionally, I and I, I'm, I'm gonna stay with this book for a while. I, no, I, give I think it on an arc. It, it,
0: it deserves a couple of issues if anything it's got it's got fucking she hulk in it
1: yeah and it looks really nice i like the art i don't it, know no,
0: this is this is good
1: yeah and i i it sometimes goes like in a chibi mode or something mm-hmm. I, and i i i think i wish the transitions between those things were a little bit i don't know it it's jarring a little bit when like one panel is suddenly a little chibi Hellcat, and then it's next is kind of most more normal-looking Hellcat. But I don't dislike it, you know. Scott, like uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, has done that a lot successfully, so I feel like it—it it can certainly work. I'm—I'm uh, I'm a little—I'm a mushy buy, a little—I high, think higher, yeah, higher than maybe a. a Four, mush meter.
0: Yeah, well, I'll, four I'll, somewhere I'll, in there. I'll, I'll go. I'll go four with you. Okay. If you if you go four, I will be. I will. I will mirror. I will mirror your well, your four.
1: I I I just you know I'll we'll read number two. We'll see how it goes. Read number three and
0: mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So double by Hellcat number one with a mush meter four point on the mush meter. It goes to five. You're not aware. You should, I mean, obviously, how could you not know? Just intrinsically. Mm-hmm. Our next book is the, the next chapter in Robin Wars. We are Robin number seven. Uh, No complaints about this book for me. Aside, I hate, I, I and I think this is a reason that I really dislike Batman sometimes, Mm-hmm. Is the conversation about Gordon between Gordon and Dick about how this would work in real life, basically? Mm-hmm. And I'm like that doesn't don't don't talk about that.
0: That it's Batman. <laughs> it's it, what's what specifically about she bothers that. I I like the idea of. I mean, Gordon talking about having a problem with him being there, and he compares it to child soldiers. I thought that was very interesting. I think that's... What, it. what, a, what about it bothers you? I, I
1: feel like it kind of pulls back the veil too much. I, You know, Batman, yes, he's had a string of teenagers, some of which have died, mm-hmm. and then come back to
0: life. but And then come back to life. Of course.
1: But that is... Yes, in real life, it's, it, it's kind of, I don't know, like a, a, you would steer this teenager away from being a crime fighter. I, I mean, that's, it works when you don't talk about it. When you, when it's worse in broader, more general themes about him rescuing these teenagers and giving them the direction or whatever. Like, but when you start talking about it and relating it to child soldiers, I think that is interesting in another book. I don't. I have never liked Batman. And like when they confront the raw, like when people talk about Batman and oh he's a billionaire. In real life, he'd be a monster because he'd just be beating up you know criminals and not using his money for good, for like for 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 charity, whichever. Which Bruce Wayne does in the comics, but I, I like that's missing the point of Batman. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't it doesn't mean anything really. When you say, in the real world, it's not, Gotham is not a real place. I didn't really,
0: I didn't really, I I don't know. I I brushed right past that. I thought it was an interesting character moment of Gordon sort of struggling with something that obviously stuck in his craw. I just took it as an interesting character moment for Gordon and I brush pet right past it.
1: Well, I mean, it's not. I, I, it's am, me being I enjoyed
0: nitpicky. this issue. No, it's I, good. I, I feel like I feel like it is a nitpick that I don't. I don't think it really suffers. I mean, I I understand absolutely what you're saying. That you know, you're not. You don't have to retell Watchmen. You know, it's 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 fucking Batman. I I get that, but this. I guess it's just. To the degree to which you find that okay, and I to me that I I don't even bat an eye. I really enjoyed that conversation, and it really bothered you.
1: I don't. It's it just it, it stood out to me. It always breaks my mm-hmm. suspension of disbelief. It, and thematically, this whole book is like about like the Court of Owls and this hidden you know hidden group that is you know secretly pulling the strings behind Gotham and for you know. All that stuff it is weird to bring in all this reality and mention child soldiers to me. It totally feels inconsistent. That you is can't,
0: you can't tell me there's not child soldiers in the DC universe.
1: There certainly are, but I don't talk yeah. about it.
0: That's that you're part of the problem, Robbie.
1: I, I must be. I otherwise I like this comic. It is it is a like it I like the fight between uh, Red Robin and Red Hood. Uh mm-hmm. I I like them doing that that breakout scene, you know. It it's 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 good. It's I. Damian's... It feels
0: it feels really well written to me. The art is friggin' gorgeous. The, the fight scenes are amazing.
1: It really it it's very successfully communicates
0: the action. Oh, you don't oh, get yeah.
1: you don't get lost in it. And it, when there's these huge acrobatic fights, it's mm-hmm. it's quite easy to lose what's actually happening. But you never. And especially with that sequence at the end, you know, where they're it it is, you know, quite a complicated sequence of events. You never uh, don't understand what's happening. You're. It's very mm-hmm. clear. Um. Yeah, I, I, I. That's me being nitpicky. I still want my buy on this issue. I still think it's I, good. I like this I whole event. I I, it's right. running out very well.
0: No, absolutely. I. I don't. I don't feel like it's a bad criticism. I just think that. I think your degree of sensitivity is just a bit a bit too high. I'm a sensitive Pers- boy. Personally, you are a sensitive boy. I don't even remember what I'm quoting.
1: I don't either, honestly.
0: I know I'm quoting something, and I don't remember what it was.
1: But I'm a buy on this on this a- issue. Yeah, absolutely, That's right there good. with you. Yeah, we are Robin uh, number seven, double buy. Uh, next up is the 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 penultimate chapter in in the Robin War is Robin Son of Batman number 7 and it will eventually open
0: I have never understood really the whole idea of moving an event from book to book like this I understand having Mm tie-ins that makes sense because it's it's still fundamentally that book, mm-hmm. and you see how the event is affecting them. Right. But to move the main thread of the plot and put a different logo on the cover, right. it makes no sense to me. I mean, at no point is someone going to be like, well, I like the logo on this book. I'm going to start reading this, because that's what it's about. It's about, well, why don't you read Th- this title. Why don't you check this out? It doesn't really give you any taste of anything different. It's just the main thread moving through another book. It seems like a really dumb way to to tell an event. Well,
1: let me read the credits and I'll ask you about. Well,
0: it. And then I'll go back to complaining.
1: Yeah, we can then we complain some more. Uh, Patrick Gleason plot, Ray Fox dialogue, Scott McDaniel pencils, Andy Owens inks, Chris Sotomayor colors, Tom Napolitano letters. <coughs> Um, I, I think, I, I mean, I don't, I kind of agree with you. I don't necessarily like it when they jump around from title to title in any kind of event. Um, I think they do it because they are already putting these books out. I think it's a lot of it is just lo- simply logistical mm-hmm. where they're like, they're, we're already making a Robinson son of Batman number seven. You know, we're already making that book. If we're having an event about the Robins, uh, why don't we just put, Make that the next sequence in that event, and that one is taken care of for that event. I mean, in I mean, thematically it 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 makes sense sort of, even though this one you don't see very much Damien in it. Uh, Mm -mm. I think that is my main uh, problem with it. I mean, as a Robin War chapter, I think it works really well. I actually I I like it a lot. I kind of like the fact that they've tied uh, Gotham Academy Mm -hmm. into the the main. You know, uh, kind of DC as a whole, and not you know, it's more not more tangential. Uh, I I like that reveal at the end. I think that's really fun. Um, I don't know. I still complaints aside about that. I still like this book a lot, and I'm actually pretty Mm -hmm. excited about. Reading the last, uh, the last book, reading Robin War Number Two, I'm, I'm really just yeah. see where this goes.
0: Uh... It's been a good event, honestly. I th- this book feels a little dumber to me. Yeah,
1: it's a lot. And of I, and, lot I, and of I like
0: right. I I just feel like it's not written as tightly as the other ones we've read. The Tom King one was excellent. I think the last one we read was excellent. This one feels a little dumb. The art's not as great. Um, still there's no reason not to read it because the events, as a, as a part of the whole, I think it's, it's not worth skipping. No, I, I I am not as, I'm not as hyped about this one, um, as I was the other ones and sounds like not as much as you are.
1: No, I, I don't know. I, I like, it it certainly, I don't. It doesn't have a, as much character in it, but of course, I, I already mentioned in the last one, I didn't like some of the, you know, that character stuff. But you know, I like it. It shines a little bit focus on, uh, the 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 you know the miscellaneous Robins, like mm-hmm. for the we for being like a Robin War and having a bunch of all these you know miscellaneous the new Robins so to speak in there. And we haven't really gotten a lot of them, which I would I would kind of hope that this event would do, is like give you a little bit more insight into those guys um but i you know i think this gives you uh, this kind of steady supply of information in this event has been really like they have really kind of trickled out answers to this you know the point of this the war on the robins is and i think in this issue we're finally getting it i don't know down to a certain point and i really like that reveal i that reveal is a lot to me i think that's really interesting I don't fully don't expect it to actually. I, I don't know what to expect from that. I don't feel like it's going to go the predictable place, which is probably why I like it.
0: I'm willing to. I'm willing to accept what comes. It's uh, it's been a good ride so far. Yeah. Strong event, not the greatest chapter. Still worth your money, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like particularly
0: you... as a as as a part of a whole.
1: And we've. I think we've mentioned this before, but it often happens to like the, the next to last issue of events. Yes. Yes. They're always like, Oh, well we have to hold stuff back because that's going to happen in that last issue. And I, you know, I feel like this, the pacing in this, it also helps that it has not been super long. You know, it's, it's like six issues. So you don't have to, you know, it's relatively a short event. So you don't have to have, you, you don't have as much of that feeling, but I feel like it's a symptom of a lot of, ultimate event issues like you're just going to get second last issue is going to feel a little down because it's building back up to that big hopefully a big punch at the end yeah um i'm a buy i like it
0: i'm a buy i'm going to go two of five on on some mush there okay that and that even might be a little strong but it's it's not; it's not quite as good as the other.
1: That'd be but, a, go,
0: go, go. I was just gonna say, check it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Double buy Robinson Batman number seven with a mush meter of one. Because that's how averages work.
0: That that is how it works. Our Math dividing.
1: Oof. Don't start throwing those those heavy words around here, know, right? fella. Yep. This our our final issue of the week is Dark the Dark Knight 3, The Master Race, Number Two. With credits in the smallest font possible. Story by Frank <laughs> Miller and Brian Azzarello. Pencils by Andy Kubert. Inks by Klaus Jansen, colors, Brad Anderson, Letters, Clem, Robbins. And again, variant covers by about forty different artists. Uh most of them really good, actually. Uh we I you know, we liked the first of these, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I went in not completely, not knowing what to expect, expecting honestly a train wreck. Uh,
0: this is this is good. Yeah, it's good. The, the I, I, I'm I'm taken aback by how good it is. I enjoy it a lot, <laughs> way more than I thought I would. It's, I, I don't know. Azzarello needs to be a, a frank miller wrangler professionally this is this is hot shit <laughs> i'd say they, they fucking work well together
1: As <laughs> he puts that on his resume <laughs>
0: frank miller wrangler <laughs> someone's gotta do it man yeah uh someone
1: it it really it's it's telling a really compelling story and uh it it i i kind of i I, I am interested to see where this B story is, how they're tying that in with the, you know, the bottle city and all the yeah. stuff happening there, because that is something I didn't really know what, what that was happening in that first issue. I was like, okay, this is interesting, but I don't, it doesn't seem relevant to Gotham, but we'll see. There's it's a
0: whole, a whole city's worth of supermen. They're going to, Kill the fuck out of some people.
1: I guess so. Uh, But you know, I I like the. There's a misdirect in here that I really like, uh, which I kind of saw coming, but I still I don't care. I still liked it. Uh, But it looks really nice. Uh, It it makes sense. (laughs) Which Frank Miller, modern day Frank Miller, are writing the book. It's not necessarily Mm -hmm. a given. It's uh, I, I don't know. DC, I know DC has a lot riding on this, but they're it's delivering. It's compelling. It's, it's good.
0: It's kicking my ass, this Wonder Woman story. Yeah, it's good. I love it. Oh my god. That's the last I thing love, I would expect
1: I, from a Frank Miller written Wonder Woman story.
0: You know, it's so good. I love Wonder Woman with this baby. I love how she interacts with her daughter. I love her daughter's character. Oh my god. This book is amazing i i i am really pleased with it i am this is probably the thing i'm the most excited about it's really i have never been following comics when there's a frank miller book worth reading coming out it's always been it's crap (laughs) and it's it's nice to be excited about it's nice to see one of the greats doing work that's actually great.
1: I, I hey, having a collaborator, an editor, to bounce things mm-hmm. off of and maybe maybe tone down some of the weirder things. Yep. Maybe is a good idea. <clears throat> Kate <Laugh>. left. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. She probably, she has an editor, she works for Marvel.
0: I know, but I, I don't know. Maybe it maybe Maybe Brian Azarello needs to He's not take, take her take her under his wing. I don't think maybe that's... maybe Matt Fraction does. He he loves her. Fraction has some similar problems at times.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't disagree. So I don't know. If I that's... say I say it with love. No, I for, Fraction's for great. All, for All of these people. Yeah, I, they're. I I do have my issues with every single one of them. Less with Azarello.
1: I have my, I have, I'm very hit, hit or miss with Mr. Azzarello. Really? I, he's very it, talented, like all these people, I, are very talented. But...
0: No, it's true. I, I can't think of anything by the man I've not enjoyed, but I am not, I don't think I'm well versed in, in his Owerva or whatever, however you said it the other day.
1: That's how you say it. Okay. Werva.
0: It, I, I, it is I, I believe is how I pronounced it. You just sort of, you just sort of mumble at the mic, and it's. <laughs> hey, you, know, uh, you,
1: start, you start talking about using fancy words when you've been drinking alcohol. It doesn't always work out.
0: Yeah, you you sound funny, and then you talk about it on the radio.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
0: I I like Wonder Woman's active wear hot pants. <laughs> so that's a a good solution to uh, the costume problem everyone seems to have. I think she looks fucking awesome. That costume
1: looks really
0: good. Yeah. Yeah, I I like her daughter's costume a lot, too. Yeah. I like how friggin' weird she looks. She really does look completely out of place. It's excellent. Yeah. It It really goes a long way to selling... The fact that, like, oh, like when the Adam was like, "You, you don't act human," she's like, hey, "She's like, I'm not."
1: He's like, "Well, your dad acted a lot more human than you do, yeah. when he was." She but- didn't
0: grow up in Smallville. No. It's, ah, it's just gorgeous. I love it.
1: Yeah, very good. So, double by on Dark Knight number three, number two.
0: <laughs> excited, excited, double by. Even though that's awkward, saying number three, number two,
1: number Dark Knight. The
0: third number just two? Say, just say Dark Knight I I I.
1: Dark Knight I, I I I the Master less, Race number two.
0: Much, much less awkward. Dark Perf- perfect Dark
1: Knight Roman numeral three, the master race number two.
0: Just keep saying the master race. Yeah,
1: that's Get
0: branded name. as a, a hate podcast.
1: Some algorithm out there is gonna pick that yes. phrase out of there and
0: Yes. God damn it, Frank Miller.
1: Welcome back, Frank. <laughs> Any other books you read over the interim you wanted to mention, Eric? Uh,
0: not comic books. I had a good opportunity to do it, but I did other stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a break, you know. Mm -hmm. I agree. I have the same similar sentiments, but uh, we will kind of we'll tackle some of that stuff in our next segment. It is time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, for checking in. Checking in is part show. Eric and I will talk about what we've been up to. Uh, during the week, but now in this case, three weeks, I, I'm gonna, I am gonna self-edit myself a little bit. Uh, I, 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 if I talked about everything I did over those three weeks, it would be an extremely long podcast. But
0: it would be, it would be three weeks of podcasts. It, you're gonna d- describe everything you do,
1: Eric. What did you get up to? Give me. Uh oh, I have some, to go first. You have to go. Oh, first. I was man. like, I like, I like you going first.
0: You like ambushing me. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I played. And beat uh, what? Honestly, I, I it's it's right up there with with uh, with Fallout Four for Game of the Year for me. It was it's like the indie darling.
1: What, Undertale it is a
0: little a little game called Undertale. Thank you for letting me say it. I knew it before you even started. I I know we've already discussed it a little bit, but. If you have not played Undertale, it's like ten damn dollars or something.
1: Yeah, full price ten bucks.
0: Yeah, full price ten bucks. It is a gem. It is a work of art. It is great. The jokes are hilarious. The characters are really interesting and vibrant. The, the The story moments are just they're so well told and it looks like such a piece of shit <laughs> it really really does but like the emotional beats they really they really get you and it's the thing that's fascinating about it is it's i mean i i can i don't really want to spoil it for anyone but it's it's certainly designed you're just supposed to do things and explore things, and hell, even like communicate with people on the internet about it, and theorize, and go back into the game, and it rewards you for all of this. You know there are, there are multiple endings and multiple choices you can make,
1: and it plays. I have not beaten it. I've only I've played.
0: Oh man, yeah. You you have Have you beaten it the reg, You haven't even beaten it the regular way.
1: I have not. I've, i I've. Have... I, I've, been, you, I've been I, playing other you, games that I will shortly discuss. but no, I
0: understand. Have you been... I think what it... you try tried to start off with...
1: The Pacifist.
0: Like, yes, because that's, that's the thing, that there are three major um, ways to play through the game that are known so far. There is the neutral ending, which is just like if you open it up and you're like, okay, this is a JRPG in the style of Earthbound. I know exactly what to do. I'm going to beat up these monsters. I'm going to fight these bosses. And I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. And you do that. Yep. And it it's it's fun. It's challenging. It's exactly what you expect. And then you get to the end. And it turns out, hey, you, you made some choices. And you're going to be kind of made to feel bad about that. So what a lot of people do is they do the quote-unquote good ending, which is the pacifist run, which is basically getting into a bunch of fights and somehow talking your way out of killing everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you, Which, yeah, you Which you, in the, the, the you can do. Which The combat system allows
1: it. you to, yes. to play There's through a, all the fights without actually fighting.
0: There is a mercy system. It is a little bit challenging. Every monster in every boss fight is both a regular JRPG monster and boss, and also a puzzle. And it's it's, it's so good. It's so, so very good. And
1: I, and I, 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 I've just discovered things about it today, mm-hmm. I'm listening to some end of the year gaming podcasts about how it, it remembers the ways you've played through the game.
0: Yes, it does. And it, it, it will criticize you on what you did the last time or it'll remember something or it's, It's very meta that way. And even, each each successive playthrough builds on the last one.
1: And even, in a certain way, criticizes that type of gamer. Mm -hmm. Like, it does. The person who is, yeah, who needs to play through it and get every ending and all that stuff. Which, yeah, like, it
0: it definitely, uh, it, it even, well, there is a part in the genocide ending, which is exactly what it is. It's going through and killing every single character to the point of ridiculousness. Like, basically staying in a dungeon until every monster is dead just for the sake of killing every monster. And it makes you feel terrible for doing this. Like, your character basically becomes a serial killer. It's creepy. But, there, like, I watched it on YouTube, and there's a comment... in in the playthrough where one of the characters says oh yeah we're pretty terrible but we're not as bad as someone who you know doesn't have the guts to do this but still has to see it (laughs) so they're they're basically saying this is going to be on YouTube people are going to YouTube this people are going to want to see it people are not going to want to murder the characters in their game and yeah it it you're not even playing it and it's interactive it calls you out that's th- that it, that's how good how well made this game is it is it is a it is a friggin work of art it is amazing everyone should play undertale
1: yeah i agree i mean I've finish it
0: you uh, you should i i i say just play through it just stop doing the passive ascending
1: yeah I think that's what I'm gonna
0: just just play through it get get a sense of how the game works and then use a use a walkthrough I I did it it does not really you don't really lose any joy playing through the game with a walkthrough I don't I don't think you need the additional challenge and if you have a walkthrough and know what to do it's really not that tough. It's not as hard. I died one time.
1: Yeah. It's it's not about that, you know, the game itself is not about you know, difficulty.
0: No, I did die many times, uh, on my first playthrough on the neutral ending. But I mean but that, I, it's not
1: punishing. I, it's not like, you know, here No,
0: it's it's not like it's not ridiculously hard.
1: It's it and it's and that and that's it's part of kind of the exploration and and poking Mm -hmm. and and experimentation of the game is that you know you might die it's okay what else you do Eric
0: well saw a little movie called Star Wars if you (laughs) managed to see it Not, not yet Oh man, watch this so we can talk about it. Okay. So so the whole internet can hate me for criticizing this movie. You're not alone. I know I'm not. I want you to see it so you see I I don't want to get too deep into it.
1: You you're underwhelmed because
0: I don't I don't really want to color your experience yet. I feel like you're I I can almost tell exactly What you're gonna say? Because I mean, some of it you've already said is that you're gonna agree with most of what I think. You're gonna shrug it off and say, "Eh, Star Wars."
1: Probably. I I don't know. What? I think what? I I just never never had the
0: investment. I I never really did either. But like I was like small town nerd. You know, we didn't have a whole lot other than Star Wars and comic books. I mean, and it, it ultimately I found manga and you know, my world broadened, but I we didn't have a whole heck of a lot. Star Wars was pretty important and it was pretty fundamental, you know? So I I I maybe I went in with hopes too high. Um, I feel like most people went in expecting like the bar was set extraordinarily low.
1: Oh, probably yeah, that's where mine is pretty much. Yeah, it
0: it will if uh, that's good, you will probably like it if your your bar is set really low. Uh,
1: What I'm expecting is I'll like it and I think it's fine.
0: That's kind of how I feel. I don't I don't despise it. It is not an excellent film. I I. I have said many times that I think B minus C plus it is, it is above average. It has some serious problems. I will talk to you about all of them. No, no, no spoilers until then. Um, I have, I, I don't know. I feel like I read a lot of nerd media and maybe I'm getting too snobby. I want it all to be, fucking beautiful little works of art and this is it's a dumb blockbuster movie I mean I think everything that it does that it does quote unquote wrong it is doing on purpose I think it's brilliant as far as that goes it is I don't know I'm I'm happy that it's in front of everyone and that people like it I'm I'm glad for all that, but I don't think it's that good.
1: Most likely, and I just looked at the news today, most likely by the end of this weekend it will have surpassed Avatar. as I, Highest grossing film of all time.
0: I'm A-OK with that.
1: Yeah, it's... Avatar, just... It's a weird thing. Avatar is the highest grossing film of all time. Never heard anyone say anything like that it, they mm-hmm. love it. Never heard anyone no, say they love
0: Avatar. I will tell you it's a terrible movie. It I looks, don't like it. It looks very nice. It does. It's not good.
1: I bought it as a screensaver for my my uh, giant television. Perfect. <laughs> Anything else you want to uh, you know uh, call terrible and insult people's the uh, feelings of love?
0: Yeah, I think cats are stupid, and I think your face is ugly.
1: Well, I already knew that.
0: Okay. You know, I did something for the first time in my life a couple of days ago. I don't remember if I told you or not, but I'm very proud of it. What, something I've wanted to do since I was like maybe 25 or 26. What did you do? I built a Linux raid. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know what a raid is?
1: Uh, yeah, sort of. Roughly. It's like a. Well, it's like a. Well, Allow me to,
0: allow me to inform you in excruciating and boring detail.
1: Excellent. Can't wait.
0: I was describing this process. I was talking to, I was, I was talking to my friend Peter earlier (laughs) and I told him that, that like I had problems when I came back and I said it took me four hours to fix it and I would tell you what I did in those four hours, but it's so boring it bores me. But anyway raid ra- redundant array of inexpensive discs I'm not sure about that inexpensive part but i I've seen it corroborated in a couple of places so I assume it's correct it just feels really stupid but basically you're taking multiple smaller discs and doing either making them uh, one big disc uh, you know, just a disk that's multiple parts, or doing other weird computer magic. Like, if you have three disks, you can have one of them fail, and it will actually regenerate your data, which is pretty neat stuff. Did did that? Did I explain that? Did you that's, understand what I just said?
1: Yes, and that that affirms my
0: yeah my that's, general that's what b- you b-
1: beliefs on that. Yeah,
0: but I I made um. I made a RAID zero, which is the the big disk out of two smaller disks. I made two of those, and then formatted them and made them again because I did it wrong. But That's I I, I did it three different times. And it took a long damn time, but you know what? I, it's learning. I'm very pleased. I've finally done it. It was nowhere near as tough, even though I did it. I had to redo it twice. but yeah, that's that's what I've done. <laughs> I finally I finally I picked up a copy of uh 20 xdx It's a good game. I, I really hate how everything is a, a roguelike. Like I despise it. I also picked up Spelunky and some other game, and I like these games. I think they play fun and they look great. I hate that they don't have levels that I can learn. Drives me up the wall. I really don't like roguelikes.
1: <laughs> I it's it all depends on the actual game to me. You know, some of them are. I I don't like spelunky. I mean, I think it's a good game. But I don't. It's not for me. Uh, I like Twenty XX. Um, and it I it, it I you know and I it's very particular. I don't.
0: I like both of them quite a lot. I I. I don't know. I'm I'm pumped up. I kinda want to play both of them right now. But I want them to not be damned roguelikes, damn it. Design some levels, you lazy fucks. Go
1: go play Mega Man, all ten of them.
0: I I I I, I Okay.
1: That'll, I have. There you go. Well, this is a new Mega Man every time you play.
0: I don't want that. <laughs> I want a new Mega Man once. Uh,
1: Well, there's Mighty Number 9 is coming out this year. It's probably not going to be good, but we'll see.
0: Really? You think it's not going to be good?
1: Everything I've heard about people who have played it and looked at it think it's nothing special. Mm. It's probably, if you are a huge Mega Man fan and it's all you want, it probably will be good. You'll like it probably, but I don't, it's not going to, I don't know. It's probably the same Star you don't Wars think it's thing. Gonna rock your world. It I'm it's probably like Star Wars in your you know, it's fine. hmm Probably I don't know. That's what I've heard. I haven't played it. I'm not a huge Mega Man fan to begin with. I think that's why I like twenty XX it's, it's you know it, it's Mega Man ish, but not that exactly. So I don't I don't know. I do have another video game that you should play, or uh oh. Um, it is called you're, you're my
0: you're my curator. I am I play it's on, everything you tell me to.
1: It, it's on sale right now for the, on the Steam sale through tomorrow. Uh, it's called Soma. I don't know if you have you heard anything about this.
0: No, I actually have not. Why did it go back to Dragon Ball Xenoverse? I don't think Steam knows how it works.
1: Uh, Soma is made by. Have you heard of a game called Amnesia?
0: Uh, a machine for pigs.
1: That is one of them. Yes.
0: Yes, I, 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 I own one or two of them.
1: Uh, that it's made from the same people as those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it is. I'm. I don't want to spoil anything because there are some really neat twists in the game. Uh, that I you need to experience but selling the game without revealing something is difficult uh it is about machine intelligence and human yeah. intelligence and consciousness and exa- what what ex- and kind of the debates about the what happens when human consciousness get a human consciousness gets transferred to a robot a machine and what that means i'll lay out The stuff that you find out very early on. Um, You're a guy in Toronto who has a serious brain injury. You are seeking experimental treatment. So you go into a place that will scan your brain to try and figure out what's wrong with it. and Diagnose it. And uh, you do that. And when you wake up, you, you go in, you go under. When you wake up, you are in a facility that is dark, uh, it looks, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a spaceship, uh, it is deserted, you know, by all appearance, uh, and there are things crawling around there that are trying to kill you. Uh, I don't know. I I giving away much more than that would reveal mm. a lot of, uh, there's no, several twists. You tuitions. don't want. There's a lot there's there's more than one thing. Like you get it it really works well in that regard in that the story takes you multiple like it reveals things one at a time and you're like, "Oh, wow." And you're like then you're like again, it's like, "Oh, wow." That like it's multiple things revealed to you in sequence. You're like that you don't you never truly understand what's happening. You know, it's, you a, it's
0: a similar storytelling to to Amnesia. Yes, that, that's. I mean, it's it's a three. It's an FPS game. Yes, you're it's not. It's not a lot of fighting. No fighting. You are assault. running. You only yeah. running. Uh, there's. It,
1: I that is the weakest part of the game. Honestly, the stealth sequences when you're trying to hide from stuff and get information without them catching you. Uh, it. I think it speaks to the. Strength of the story, in that I continued. I did not ex- enjoy those sequences, but I continued because I wanted to know what was going to happen. I needed to know, see the end of this thing, where whatever it was, uh, you, I will, you are, I don't know. It it revolves a lot about your consciousness and. where it is, and what that means, and what being human means, and what, I don't know, it, it's really interesting, it really says a lot, in in, in, without necessarily being very, it's a very show-don't-tell game, you know, there's not a lot of long exposition, there's a lot of hidden, hidden stuff along the way that you have to seek out if you want the full story on stuff, but I wanted to, because I wanted to know everything, uh, and you, it's really good. I, I saw it yesterday. I beat it today. Looks like it's set in uh, Rapture. Yeah, kind of. You'll see. It's underwater. Yeah, you'll see. It's got robots. Yeah, you'll see. There's certainly Green things. There, there's definitely Bioshock in there mm-hmm. and, and System Shock, which is Bioshock's kind of legacy. Uh, you know, I... It's really good. You'll like the subject matter a lot. You have to make some really tough decisions in that game, or d- don't have to. It, I don't know. I want to talk to you about it. It's. Let me, let me see how long it took me to beat it. And I. I played those stealth sequences pretty poorly. I died a bunch. Um, I played eight hours and I beat it. Um, you should. You should play that game. You'd like it. Especially the non-running from monsters part. But I'll... If and when you beat it, we can talk about it more then.
0: But Sounds like the thing to do.
1: I don't want to spoil it. The other thing is a board game. I want to talk about Eric. Your favorite. Hmm. Your favorite thing in the whole world.
0: I'm going to just go to sleep while you talk.
1: Um, it's number, currently number one. It just, uh, took over. <laughs> that's, that's excellent. Uh, it just took over the number one spot on Board game Geek. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: the, the,
1: which, uh, with the, the nature of that website is a kind of a big deal. Uh, it is a game called Pandag... Ugh, I can't talk. Pandemic Legacy. And... What
0: are you? I spelled it wrong. Okay. <laughs> Robbie is watching me write stuff on the Google Doc that we're sharing. And I'm, <laughs> apparently I'm trolling him and making him forget he's talking about stuff.
1: Pandemic Legacy. It is, uh, it is a new version of an old game. Uh, there's a game called Pandemic where it is a cooperative game where up to four people are basically scientists trying to defeat a series of de- diseases on Earth. Throughout major cities, and you know, depending on your role, you can do different things. You all work together trying to eradicate all these diseases. This is different in the way this there. This is uh, taken from a. The first of these games was called Risk Legacy, which is like Risk. You know, Risk, right? A...
0: I have I have heard of it.
1: Yeah, it, it's like Risk, except that the board game will change depending on who wins and what happens during the game. You would in Risk Legacy. You would add different markers to your country map. You would make some countries like it could be post nuclear, where parts of the map would be irradiated. New factions would open up after after certain events would happen. Like if you irradiate part of the map, mutants are now a available faction. You can play as a mutant in Risk in that game, and it's really you rip up cards you know, destroy part of the map, destroy part of the game. And Pandemic Legacy works in that same way in that depending on if you win or lose, if how successful you are in containing these diseases and quarantining them and et cetera, et cetera, different cities will, you know, eventually develop, will fall apart, riot, collapse. And then you can't have research stations there. You can't travel to them. You have to, you know, it makes the game more difficult. You get more resources as you go along. New characters open up. The relationships develop between your characters. You get scars if bad things happen to you. It makes the game harder. You get upgrades after, after each game to make the game, you know, to give yourself a, a leg up. Uh, certain diseases can be easier or harder to cure over time. Uh, it, it is, I think it's telling that it's now number one in board game geek and widely popular. It's selling very well because it's a good game. Now risk is not a good game for the most part. Uh, pandemic is a good game. And now when you attach this legacy part to a good game, it's something that I feel like is going to be a big thing in board games for years. Uh, it is it, making them more like video games. I mean, you know, you, it, where you're you're going through a it, you know, or RPGs, you know, or, or tabletop like D and D, your your a story is developing as you as you play. The the board game is irrevocably changed between playthroughs. Nothing will ever be the same. Your fourth game will be totally different than your first game because you'll have different abilities, and the game might be harder or easier depending on how things have happened. And there's it's really interesting because the game comes with like hidden like books and and compartments, and that when you get to a certain point, you do a certain thing, you rip open a compartment. there is a compartment in the game that says, "Do not open this until you have lost four games in a row hmm. when you open it, something happens, you don't know what happens it's you know it has spoilers it's a board game with spoilers. It's really interesting, it has story beats, tons of little like like s- huge series of like here's a new sticker you add to the board. After every game, you'll add, you'll add stickers to the board, stickers to your character cards. It's, or to the game's cards. you rip up character, uh, cards of the game, which is like crazy. Like, I spent a bunch of money on this board game. Why am I destroying it? But, it's really, like, interesting and new. And I, seeing it with a good game for the first time. Risk, it made Risk much more interesting. I don't really, really like Risk for the most part. Uh, Pandemic, I really enjoyed. And I don't, you may even enjoy this. Eric, I don't know. It's a cooperative game, so there's no—it's not competitive anyway. And it—it's it, cooperative games are good because they—you can ease people into things where they're not—you know—you can just—you don't have to hide information from them. You can just tell them, like, "Hey, don't do that," or "No, I think the better idea is this," or "I recommend this," or "Hey, what do you think about this?" You know, it's a team. We're all working together. Um, I—we played three games and we won them all. And it, you can only play a ma- a, a minimum of 12 and a maximum of 24 games on this board. After that, it is- the story is over. I mean, you can continue mm-hmm. to play with it, obviously, but there's no new. Hmm. But it's a lot of fun. And I had been seeing hype about it for months now because it's been out for a while, but finally got to play some of it. It's really good. It's a lot of fun.
0: who did you play with? Did you- did you play with the famous uh, uh, Matthew
1: hmm Matt Melissa me and Kim
0: I figured as much
1: I, I I it was a a secret Christmas gift for both them and me i I, I got it for them uh and but said please let me play with you
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we no, they
0: they're they're the people that would enjoy it
1: it's a lot of fun I don't know i I kind of want There's already other games with, that will have legacy attached to them. I know that have been announced. I'm, I'm going to guess that there's going to be a lot more games like this because it really adds a lot when done well. Finally, Eric, I know you've been in suspense since I mentioned it earlier about the thing I really wanted to tell you about that you reminded me of.
0: Tell me. Tell me what I remind you of. So we went,
1: uh, during the break, our break, I went, we went to Savannah for a few days.
0: Yes. I saw, I saw your pictures. It was fun. I was actually driving by Savannah that day when I saw your tweet, and I thought about delaying my trip home, but I got home at nearly midnight anyway, so I was like, ugh. Yeah. I'm glad I did not stop. I would never have made it.
1: No. Uh, We went to a a, a really neat – we kind of just hung around downtown for the most part. We didn't really venture too far out. Uh, But there's a fun comic toy video game store downtown called Planet Fun. Mhm. And uh, I that uh, I got a really spectacular print uh, about Thor I, that I sent you. That's where I, I saw it. it. That's where I, I saw it. That's where I bought that. And the I don't know how this remind. I think when you were talking about that Venn diagram of bronies, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you're this is the thing you're aware of. You might be aware of it, but uh, we were there. We saw a cover for a body pillow. They sold. That is uh Garris.
0: Yes. Okay. I I have I have seen the Garris. I know the artist is someone that I follow. Okay. So I was thoroughly impressed. It's not even my favorite ironic body pillow. My favorite is the 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 fedora. There's one of the fedora guys.
1: Oh my god! He, and
0: he's got he's got his his. It's not even a fedora, it's like the trilby hat. Mm-hmm, right. He's got that. He's got his neck beard. He's wearing um cargo pants. <laughs> of course, he's got a trench coat on and sandals with socks.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: yep. Did you just did you just find it?
1: No, I've I I I've, I I think I I'm familiar with that image.
0: I might have sent you. it to you. It's possible. It's unreal. It makes me so uncomfortable. The thing that really makes me so, even more uncomfortable is I used to look just like that guy. I, every time I see it, I'm like, there, but for the grace of God, go I. I uh,
1: yes, yeah. I mean, he... growth as a person is important in life.
0: Yes. Now, now I look like Arn Anderson.
1: Honestly, it's a good look.
0: Yeah.
1: Arn Anderson's I. You start needing to wear more polo shirts with sunglasses. Perfect. That is, that is prime Arne Anderson look. <laughs> you wear like linen pants, polo shirt, <laughs> sunglasses. Uh, hold up four fingers a lot. That's all you going to do in life. <sighs> Practice. We'll yourself.
0: get you. A, we'll get you a blonde wig. You can be flair. I'll be Arne. Yeah. We'll, co- we'll cosplay. Woo!
1: You ready for some awards, Eric?
0: I'm ready to give you an award.
1: Oh, is that handy? Uh,
0: could be. Oh,
1: dang, good. I like it. I like the way this is going. So, without further ado, it is time for our third annual Handsome Boys Handies Awards. I I think we should, I feel like I should have prepared a special sound effect, but.
0: Yeah. Eh, yeah. What is it? What are... There it is. What's it going to be? The sound of one hand clapping?
1: Oh. There it is.
0: That's nasty. Yeah,
1: that's what it is.
0: That's one hand clapping. I just did it. Do you, do you want me to count us in here? Sure. Go ahead. Welcome, handsomeites, to the third annual Handsome Boys Handies Awards. Robbie. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome, you incredible jackass.
1: <laughs> you're not. You're not going to keep up that voice, are you?
0: I can't. It really takes it out of me.
1: <laughs> do you want to announce the uh, the first, uh, at least the category?
0: Do you want me to do it in a regular voice, or do you want me to do it in that right, voice? It
1: doesn't matter. But I, I don't. I I was a just...
0: surprise. <laughs> oh, biggest surprise
1: of 2015. Yes, our first. Our first award is the biggest surprise of 2015, and uh, this is not necessarily a positive surprise either. I just, I, I, you know, it could be anything. I, I, I didn't want to have a biggest disappointment uh, category mm. necessarily, but, uh, most of these are positive. Uh, through our, these are, both Eric and I kind of did a, a once through through all these categories and through, I, I, we, I, we
0: usually share most of these for the moment, yeah, we, we, we we tend to we're not too far off no uh but
1: <laughs> thank you eric that that isn't yeah.
0: necessary it, it's, it's some exactly late
1: necessary. late additions <laughs> to one of our later later categories <laughs> much needed uh so our, our nominees for biggest surprise are midnighter uh vision dark knight 3 the master race weird world all new, all different Avengers and Sheriff of Babylon. Um, this is a tricky category.
0: It is because really, there's not a whole lot of weak stuff in here.
1: I threw All New, All Different Avengers because that surprised me and that it wasn't that good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, which is why I didn't say everything was amazing.
1: No, but I like there's a lot of like Midnighter, I.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Delightful book. That could have been really bad. Yes, it could have been very hackneyed, thankfully. Thankfully, uh, Steve Orlando's a gay genius.
1: Yeah, Midnight is great. Vision knocked me for a loop. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dark Knight 3, it's not bad, is the surprise.
0: well, it's not... after this week, hell, it's it's really very good. Yeah, it's not really good. It's not on fire. It's actually oh.
1: it's a like a nice new thing that we can mm-hmm. like. Yeah, feeling bad about it. Uh Weird World was like a tie-in to I did not expect to enjoy
0: necessarily, the, the but crazy maps and crystal men and gun ogres.
1: Uh and finally Sheriff Babylon and a very we've only you know just the that first issue just came out, but uh, I mm-hmm. really, really just
0: by by proxy Tom King.
1: Yeah, Tom King is he's, he's he's a surprise. We mentioned him later, but uh, he yeah he's that youngin. He's got some good comic books in him.
0: He's got a, an adorable son. Uh, Robbie Robbie was really concerned was a was an adult.
1: <laughs> well, you I don't know. Children can be adults.
0: That's. True, I mean, I'm someone's child. What? ma? good nights, baby boy.
1: What is your winner for this, Eric?
0: It's a tough, tough call. It is. I mean, a couple of days ago, it might have been uh, Vision,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's really excellent. But I gotta say... After today, after reading book two, it's dark night, and I, I am I am shocked. I'm saying that, and three might not be great. I am very high on this book right now.
1: I I like the vision. I think a lot, and i mm, I think I agree. With, I think wonderful. I agree with you, but i I didn't think it would be bad. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be at least. I thought it was an interesting. thing. Premise and that premise paid off more than I expected. Yes. Dark Knight Three, I after seeing that release when it went Dark Knight Three, The Master Race, written mm-hmm. by Frank Miller, I'm like,
0: oh, oh dear, oh
1: no, what? Uh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, ooh, okay, I. <laughs> okay there, <laughs> okay there. <laughs> uh, I but it's it's really good. It's a, nothing is going to be as dark, as good as Dark Knight Returns, but Mm -hmm. if, if it's going to have that legacy, it, it is, it's good. It is something I can recommend to people, which I was not expecting. I, you know, everything Frank Miller's written in the past, over a decade, has been like, hey, you like it, maybe, or yeah, he's a racist, or, uh, (laughs) this Batman comic is good in the wrong ways.
0: Yes. (laughs) Like, we, we need not talk about tracheotomies, this, and painting people yellow.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Here, yeah, let's make fun of Green Lantern for a while, but that's you know, goddamn Batman and all that. But
0: yeah, the, the goddamn Batman, the goddamn Miss Batman. But Batman,
1: this—it's the biggest surprise. Like between my expectations and quality, it—it's just the the biggest gap is in that book, and I yes.
0: like. It's it's tough to say anything else. I want to say... I want to say Midnighter. I want to say The Vision. Hell, I want to say Weird World. I want to say Sheriff of Babylon. It's far and away. This dark, I can't believe it. And it's... I wouldn't have said it before book two. No, it was... Oh,
1: damn. It was tentative. But now you're like, yes. I'm full on board. There's two issues. They're both good.
0: They're, Absolutely.
1: They're, yeah. Yeah. So, Bay of Surprise, Dark Knight 3, The Master Race.
0: God damn. Why did
1: they give it that title? Why did they just call it Dark Knight 3? The...
0: Don't, don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. Our Dark, next. Dark, Dark Knight 3, The Ku Klux Circle. <laughs> oh my god. That would be worse, I guess. Possibly. Uh, but one... Dark Dr- Knight 3, Hitler was right. <laughs> mein Kampf. <laughs> my struggle
1: so uh, one big handy to Dark Knight 3 and it's whole team and the 500 variant covers
0: mm-hmm. you enjoy it
1: our next category
0: why Robbie? don't feel bad it's just the most disappointing event of 2015 sad trombone noise
1: uh, I had, re- <laughs> this was a gag category, because I think Eric and I both agree on it, uh, but Eric decided to copy and paste the same uh, answer we, I had.
0: We, we needed, uh, we needed some more competitors. Yeah,
1: that's true. There's only one nominee in this, uh, in this category. It was Convergence, uh, and Eric decided to nominate Convergence six more times. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what a terrible book it was it was was
1: really i i mean it had it it had all the potential of secret wars honestly
0: Mm -hmm. like there's no reason it shouldn't have been that good yeah dc
1: was going like hey it's an event you have we could pull from any dc characters in history mm -hmm. everything pre-new 52 is in the works you can do anything with that to have this sort of world you know shattering event and it was boring that i in in nonsensical in used characters i didn't care about and like the best it was a surprise when one of their tie in books were good instead of and, uh, the, yeah. yeah it was we're,
0: we're stunned when they're good we're like wow like th- we got yeah. like a found gold in this mm-hmm. pile of shit oh man Doc Shaner. Woo! <laughs> yes, he he, he my don't want to kill myself. He dove into a
1: he was like a Andy Dufresne and and, and, and uh, navigated a tunnel of shit come out in the rain. Just stretch my metaphors a little bit there. But that, most disappointing that, that event that
0: was that was a bit that was a bit
1: most disappointing event is conversions. Best not to dwell on it.
0: Probably not. Let's move on all I can all I can think of is that brainiac talking of just like t- like name dropping every single like d c graphic novel over the past billion years like he's being clever like uh
1: oh yeah
0: stop
1: please stop our next category.
0: Oh, oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that was my that was I, that's my place. <laughs> Put your reading glasses on. It's time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Best, gosh dang, book of the year. Gosh dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, G Willikers,
1: laG It is. Uh, we had a kind of. Uh, we read some good books.
0: Yeah. Did you realize that Southern Bastards, Volume One? was all the way back at the start of this year. Not, I had forgotten that.
1: Yeah. we Here's our nominees. This is in a murderous row here, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Christ. Uh, it starts off with Watchmen. I think mm-hmm. that should be in the list. Probably. <laughs> we did read it. We did. We uh, talked
1: about it for two hours. We did. Watchmen, Starlight, Preacher, Daredevil, Born Again, Fall of the House of West, uh, Yusagi Yojimbo, Grass Cutter. Six-Gun, Copra, Saga, uh, Volumes 3 and 4, but, you know, whatever. Saga, mm-hmm. The Sculptor, and Southern Bashers Volume 1. Oh, I'm trying to not mm-hmm. just go, Hey, Washman's one of the best things ever. We should just do it. It's,
0: yeah, I don't think. Alan Moore's too grumpy. He doesn't need another handy. <laughs> he, uh... Just, I... I don't want to give it to him personally. That'd Mm -hmm. just be gross. Okay. All those beard mites. I'd forgotten about that. Forgotten about my own terrible joke.
1: What is, I think I know where you're going, Eric, but tell me, what is your, you have a choice for this?
0: Uh, Yeah. I am, I am not going to opt for Watchmen. It is an incredibly, incredibly brilliant work of art, a beautiful work of literature. I mean, it is, one of the most brilliant things that I've ever read, and it was i it was wonderful to actually sit and record a conversation about it. But probably the thing that has meant the most to me that I have bought multiple copies of that has impacted my life the most is Southern Bastards, and volume one of this book is a a lean four issues, and how you tell that powerful story, that important a story, in four issues is remarkable. And this book is remarkable. It is amazing. So that is easily. I had to go all the way back to January of last year, of 2015. And it, I'm like, well, that's the one.
1: Uh, yeah. It's... It, all of these books are stellar. For many different abs- reasons. Abs-
0: absolutely.
1: It, it's... It's hard for me to parse... I don't know. I think my... I think i'm going with daredevil i feel like yeah. i Watchmen. i think is like you said a, a brilliant work of art that mm. will stand the test of time mm. uh but reading daredevil born again and seeing its context and seeing frank miller like that just thinking about that in con- and Well, we just talked about, uh, you know, the, the new Dark Knight, Dark Knight 3, mm-hmm. The Master Race, Diary of Hitler. Uh, yes. I, it made me think about that and just how, like, such a tight su- summary of that character that is. And how much it did for... everything in comics, and I, I don't know, it, it works really well. I, I could, at any given day, I probably would pick a different book. But right now, like, I was, it was in the, like, the, like, I'm really tempted to say Southern Masters as well. Southern Masters is really, really good.
0: There's literally not a single book in this list that isn't, like, absolutely superlative. Yeah, Uh but... I mean, everything in here... I feel like I'm a better person for having read. Yeah, and I kind of... I mean, I mean seriously. Yes. I feel like every single book in this list has completely enriched my life. Yeah, I almost... If you, haven't, if you haven't read any one of those.
1: Yes, read them. Holy shit. <laughs> do it. Uh, I almost want to talk... I kind of wanted to do a Dark Horse and do Starlight, because that mm-hmm. is something I was not expecting. One, Goron Parlov is... Oh, yeah.
0: A, he's a beast. He's,
1: he's a. a un... un believably talented artist.
0: Um, No joke. uh,
1: But Mark Millar telling a story that is not, like, little kids getting, like, being, like, killing people and stuff like that, like Kick-Ass or, you know, or Secret Service or, you know, it had heart. Mm. But Daredevil Born Again is just so much that it's so good. And, mm,
0: you could make a compelling argument for anything. And you, i, th- really I Daredevil Daredevil is a strong book among strong books. So yeah, I I I you're gonna get no argument from me.
1: Okay. So two handies. hmm Another one
0: for uh for uh handsome Frank Miller. Yeah. Welcome an, back, Frank.
1: He gets an additional and then uh the, the Jasons. They'll have to share one.
0: They will one for the two of them. They can argue with which one gets it.
1: <laughs> uh, but so, uh, our what's our next category, Eric? I, I didn't. I this is a late edition, but I, I it uh, is a late I'll, edition. I'll, 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 I'll explain I it. I think, it, I think, I think you understand.
0: Uh, should I already? should I like make a bunch of fart noises and <laughs> talk about on, like, chimichangas? On... Yeah, there we go. Tacos are great. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Robbie, in case you haven't guessed, this is the Deadpool Award.
1: Oh, uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, I this is a late edition. I it kind of uh, inspiration hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Deadpool Award. I, I I'm I think we should. I'm gonna, we can start doing this every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the award for the character that uh, has is nonsensical and uh fourth wall breaking uh violent and sells a lot so mm-hmm. they're gonna start running it into the ground uh <laughs> and dc has already started on that with harley quinn uh, sweet there and, and it's and it's so fast that marvel has already k- k- responded to that being popular and made gwenpool which is just, yeah, it's, they're like, oh, Harley Quinn's selling, well, let's make a Deadpool, but a girl.
0: Mm -hmm. Blonde,
1: blonde Deadpool, and, I don't know, it, those Harley Quinn comics are not bad, Uh, but they are.
0: They're not particularly great, either.
1: No, they're in that Deadpool.
0: Yes, they're very Deadpool. Yeah, they're. It's, it's like, it's like reading a Brian Posehn-penned comic book except maybe Palmiotti's writing it, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Palmiotti is I mean, he's talented, but he's a friggin' cornball. I really liked um his Starfire book though. I thought it was really cute.
1: Starfire is good. Yeah, I like Starfire. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I feel like it's it Harlan Quinn dialed down by about half. Yes. And it, then it's good. It's charming. I think I
0: I think I like her more as a character also Fan base, yeah, fan base, fan base. It's problem.
1: I feel that ties into the Deadpool. Mm-hmm. The Deadpool They're... name of the award is, yep, those people like those things. That's fine. Harley, Harley Quinn is. I she'll have probably a, a, several more books in the new year. Somehow, they'll figure out a way. Mm-hmm. So. A handy for Harley Quinn? Yeah. Deadpool handy?
0: Why not? Does that mean it has cancer?
1: Oh, God. Oh, I hope not. Okay. Okay. It's weird.
0: Well, onward.
1: Onward Christian soldiers. Yes. Eric, what is our next category?
0: They're marching off to the best single issue that we read on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. That
1: is our disclaimer. Uh there may be very well be there you know, I there there could be better single issues out there. Uh but we these are what subsists specifically that we read on the podcast. The nominees are the vision number one, we are we are Robin number four, Thor number eight. Thor number eight is the one where Jane Foster's identity is revealed. Uh convergence Shazam. Number two, which is the aforementioned Diamond in the Rough of Convergence. And Southern Bastards, number eight, which is the last issue of the second arc, uh, where things are revealed. Um, Eric, where are you going with this? Well. hmm, Think on it.
0: It's honestly, um, it's vision for me. It really is. as As much as I love, as much as I love everything that's going on. I mean, Jason Aaron's Thor is incredible. That Shazam book was absolutely wonderful. I could. I, I will be reading Southern Bastards over and over again until the day I die. <laughs> Vision was incredible. That was one of the single best and most gripping and just fascinating comics. And honestly, it's something we need to see more of. It is it is bold and beautiful, and it's it is amazing. Thank, jeez. Uh, Thank, blessed, merciful Satan for it. It's it's amazing. Good Lord, so absolutely vision. I
1: yes? agree. I agree. Okay. Yes, yes. I I concur. I I really yeah. All these other issues are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I, I do want to put this out there. Uh, we often are not reading. You know, necessarily the best comics out all the time because mm-hmm. you know we are trying to get new things in here Uh the great comics you kind of know we like them it's not crazy like that's why we don't ever read Saga like obviously Saga's amazing but you know that you, yes you, you probably are reading Saga mm-hmm. and you know we do too but you know it saying uh, Saga's amazing every, every time we read an issue with it's of, monotonous it would be very boring But I would put the vision number one above any single issue this entire year of -hmm. anything. Not nothing that even read on the podcast. I I said this at the time. I it got me excited. Like what you said today about Dark Knight Three. Like it got me excited. A lot of the time after you know doing this podcast for so long and just reading weekly books week in week in week in week in week out it. Gets, you know, you just kind of develop into like, okay, that's good, that's bad. And you don't, you kind of get inured to the, to, mm. to the art and how really wonderful these comics are. And the vision, this book really surprised me and really, I read it multiple times that first day it came out. I read it once and I went, I need to read this again. I need, like, and I don't often do that, you know, at least not right away. And, I, it is my, I, there's a new issue coming out next week. I am super excited about every single issue of that book. I hope it gets its full due. And I feel like Marvel recognizes the quality in that book and are going to try and do their best to make it sell well. Uh, it makes, uh, makes, immediately made me recognize, wow, Tom King sure is writing a lot of good comic books all of a sudden. Uh, and Gabriel Hernandez Volta, who, was doing Magneto with Colin Bunt. It was a very good book. Uh, this made me respect him even more. Uh, it's a great single issue, and it, it, I don't know, I it stands up against anything. It's excellent.
0: Off uh, against very tough competition. Yes,
1: yeah, so all these books are really good. Uh, I, I think it's also saying something that there are two Jason Aaron written books in this list.
0: Guy is a. Friggin' Dynamo, he is a a bearded masterpiece of a man.
1: But that is uh, a, a handy a newcomer sort of mm-hmm. for the Vision and and that whole creative team. Do a, a double handy
0: for for old Vision.
1: Um, next category a little bit darker here,
0: Eric. We're a little sad to announce that this is the worst single issue. That be read right on the podcast.
1: Because <laughs> oh, I am a, undoubtedly there are worse, worse
0: comic books out there. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: okay, that's a good point. I some don't reason. even know
0: that I want to read the the other ones because <laughs> I know I know exactly what I, I my, think. I think I agree with you as well. I but think we'll, you probably agree with me. But go, go ahead, these go are, ahead and count us in. So
1: we got uh, we have four nominees for this uh, this year. I, I I we did not read nearly as many bad I think issues as we did like straight out bad comics as we did the year before. Or the year the year prior to that even. Our inaugural year. Uh I I think I got to the point where you know, I don't need to punish myself or punish us with they, really... they, they snuck
0: in there. Yeah, so. these
1: are ones like, oh it might be interesting. Let's check it out. So the nominees. Grumpy Cat number one. Terrible. Grimm's Fairy Tales of Death number one.
0: Also terrible.
1: Bloodstrike number one.
0: Comment withheld.
1: <laughs> strange fruit, number one,
0: should have been much better. Pretty terrible.
1: Yeah, strange fruit. I threw in there not necessarily because I, it's it as like a constructive constructed art piece. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but it it, it could not. It, it'd have to work pretty hard to get be more tone deaf about yeah. its subject matter.
0: It's. It's oof. Oof. Yeah. Uh but oof.
1: Bloodstrike number one. Is that yes. yeah.
0: Blood Strike number one.
1: Rob Life Lief- I think that Rob
0: Leifeld bubble. Ugh. It's
1: it's a like, among these four, it is by far way worse. Like it's not even that I feel like I would read those other three a hundred times in a row before I read Blood Strike again. Bloodstrike it, is terrible and it is, like, it is and and disgusting. And awful.
0: <laughs> it is It is as bad as most of these other good books are good. It is horrid.
1: Yeah, and we... I mean, it is even... Like, it's so bad that it made us question people, like, criticizing any comics. We're yeah. like, why would you criticize that comic when this thing exists? Look at
0: this. It's it's true that people are saying, well, this is awful. This is sexist. This is this. This is that. This exists. Why? why, People read this. People paid money for this. I saw people tweeting at Rob Liefeld saying, look how I Rob Liefeld. I love this book. And I'm like. I want to track these people down. (laughs) This is the worst thing ever. It's terrible. It's awful. I. mm, Oh, God. I want to just cry thinking about it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's
1: really bad. When I made it's this so category, bad. I'm like, I already know it's going to win, but whatever. We'll have a little we'll yeah. fun with
0: it. We'll, let this farce go through here.
1: So, uh, oh, a sad, disgusting handy to blood strike number one.
0: Yeah, a sad, disgusting blood strike. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh.
1: Looks, don't read that book, please. Don't even read it like, oh, they, look how much they talked about how bad it was. They, I should go check that out. No. Don't. It will not enrich your life in any way. No. No. There's no need for that.
0: It's, it's good news for people that like bad news. That's what it is.
1: Uh, what's our next category, Eric? Another fun one.
0: What's the most number ones in a year? With,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, you could put DC in this category with Marvel, but it's not Marvel. It's not even not, it's not even n-
0: fair to compare it. No,
1: Marvel has uh gone insane with one because they
0: re- Marvel's number one.
1: <laughs> they had they had Secret Wars go on, so we had a slew of number ones related to Secret Wars, all the tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now that Secret Wars is almost over. <laughs> It's not quite almost. there. It's almost there. Th-
0: another three months.
1: Uh, maybe. Well, maybe we'll get out of this. First uh, quarter of 2017. It's, it's like winter in the the Game of Thrones. You know, yeah. it, it it lasts for it's, a decade. It'll,
0: it'll. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. But and then and people ride spiders.
1: Yes. The all new, all different. Barack
0: Obama rides spiders.
1: Relaunch as another new, another whole slew of number ones, and half of which have yet even to come out. So. Mm. There's going to be that as well. So, there you go. Marvel, congratulations. You sure did put out a, n- a lot of...
0: You sure <laughs> did go number one a lot. Yeah,
1: you did. Uh, I... Okay, I will ask you this Eric. you think that's a negative?
0: If I was Joe Q, I'd be doing it. I absolutely would. Makes be... sense. Uh, I, it really does because I and I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, "Oh, this is issue number 1. I'm going to buy it." But yeah. It barely it really they sell. It makes sense. You're there to make money. You're there to go number 1. Yeah. It's yeah, well. I whatever, I support it. I think it is silly. I mean, some of it is legitimate like they're launching plenty of new books. Yeah. And that—that is a beautiful thing. I love that, you know. But
1: when Scarrowville gets two number yeah. ones in the same year,
0: yep,
1: that's a little egregious. Yeah. I mean, I know it helps the book. I guess I know that number ones always sell more, even regardless. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want these books to succeed. So, I, you know, I, I don't. We'll we'll will we'll, we can check in back next year. You know our next, the next inaugural handies, and see
0: when every issue's is number one. They're just all number ones. Like uh, Skull, oh, Skull man. Kickers did that. Skull. Well, so did um, so did Grant Morrison. What's it called? Multiversity, <laughs> which you which you love.
1: Oh god,
0: it's your favorite thing.
1: It wasn't the most disappointing event.
0: No, he's no. I, know, it was, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I like Multiversity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was you know, it just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't like a grand thing. It was
0: no. It it's it's a lot more forgettable than I think Mr. Morrison had intended it to be.
1: But yeah, so one one handy for Marvel
0: number one handy. <laughs> there
1: you go. What is our we're we're about to we're about to hit the last big three the big, categories. The big three
0: categories.
1: So what is our the, the first of those, Eric?
0: Drum roll, please, Robbie. It's time for best colorist. I don't even know. I don't know what music that is. What am I doing? <laughs> I know it sounds kind of like The Price Is Right. It might have been. I don't know.
1: Da, 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 da. I don't, know. I don't, I don't our, know. Our nominees for best colorist: uh, Jordy Belair. Uh it, there's more than her because she let other people color comic books this year. She's like, "Eh, you can take it. You can uh, do." It. Matthew Wilson, Rico Renzi, and Laura Martin. All uh all have done great work this year.
0: Laura the boss Martin.
1: Yes. Uh I What did, I have an, I, you have an answer? Eric. Uh
0: I I added uh I nominated Miss Laura.
1: That's though no, she's a good nominee.
0: She is. She is. She's. She's top shelf. Wonderful person. Pioneer in the industry. Everybody loves her. Not enough people know her name. Not enough people see see that it's her work. Not. I mean. But I gotta. I gotta. I gotta hand it to Jordy. I got to. Okay. I mean, I. Because seventy five plus percent of the time. I'm looking a book, and I'm like, this looks really good. Who did? Oh, of course, Jordy.
1: <laughs> I.
0: She is a young, hungry talent, and I could not be happier to see her name on books. I I don't know. Jordy, Jordy and Laura really make me think that more people need to be aware of how talented these photoshop colorists are how hard they work how many books they do i mean it's it it is it sells the book almost as much as pencilers and anchors or just pencilers in some case they're doing a lot they're adding a lot of richness it it doesn't make sense that people don't take it as serious. Don't take it so seriously. It's very necessary. Who's your your guy or gal?
1: My two favorite books this year Mm -hmm. were Vision and Injection. Mm -hmm. Both colored by Jordy Belair. Of course. My answer is Matt Wilson. (laughs) Interesting. I and that—that's not certainly not discounting the work of Jordy Belair or no. any of these people. On, they're all great. Uh, Rico Renzi's is—I—I I I put him in here because I look at uh, Spider Gwen and I look at that, and every time I look at that, it—it it pops off that color scheme. I really, really like. I almost want to put Brian Buccioletto on here as well, but you know, I—I I, I don't know. Uh, but Matthew Wilson, his work on Thor, with Jason Aaron and uh, mm-hmm. and Russell Downeyman, his work on Wicked and Divine, with uh, the 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 Gillen McKelvey duo, I don't it, every every single book I picked up by him that has him as a colorist, I go, it's it's striking, and not it is it is, and not necessarily even similarly striking. Like they're they it works, and like. Frankly, all these people on this list do, do their job extraordinarily well. And I, I, uh, I, I feel like Matthew Wilson, like the, I, like the, if I could think of the best colors in any book this year, I think of Thor. Mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like it, it is so, so bright and, and interesting and, and, And uh, and I, I always,
0: I hate. He he plays with all the notes. That's for sure. I hate
1: using the word interesting because that's it. It doesn't necessarily say much, but it's kind of unique. But and I, you know, I like all these people, but Matt Wilson gets it for me. Matthew Wilson, colorist. Matt,
0: Matt can get it.
1: (laughs) Sure, gets he gets a handy for me. That's for sure. So that's two handies, one for Jordy Belair, one for Matthew Wilson. What is our next category, Eric? You want another roll?
0: Oh, let's do it. All right. It's time for best writer of 2015.
1: Great. Uh, we have uh, quite a list here. Uh, nominees. Without further ado, Jason Aaron, Tom King, Brian K. Vaughn, Warren Ellis, Noelle Stevenson, G. Willow Wilson, and Jonathan Hickman.
0: Bunch of hacks. Yeah. I swear to God. A
1: whole bunch of garbage people these are. I don't know.
0: Don't admire every one of them to a person. Don't
1: what go, oh well, like everything they write is really great, and I read it just because they did they yes. did it. Yeah. Um I I think I know your answer, Eric, but Go ahead. I want. I. I. You tell. So, me, tell me. We'll see.
0: Mm. Mm. It's tough. It's tough. But I. I. I think maybe I do have to go for the obvious answer, because I want to curl up and live in uh, Jason Aaron's magical beard. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. It's it's, <laughs> it's Jason the goddamned Aaron. That's, that's who it is. I don't care what you say. <laughs>
1: oh, I some, I, no, I agree with you. I, <laughs> all these other, like, I, I think Tom King is entered notice now. He is, yeah, he
0: is, he is, he is entered the ring.
1: You're like, oh, that, like a guy now has written multiple different titles, and they're mm-hmm. all really good. They're
0: all really good.
1: Uh, Brian came on. Uh, as long as Saga is being printed, I think he will always be on this list, uh, as well as both Paper Girls and uh,
0: There's we Stand nothing... On Guard. God, We Stand On Guard is good, and uh, the Private Eye. Nothing oh. to sneeze at.
1: No, oh, and their their the their, their new book is coming out. Oh, with Martin? Martine? Yeah, just sweet. Digitally as well. Uh, Warren Ellis is my well, favorite panel uh, syndicate. Warren yeah, else, Pan- you know, Warren Ellis is my favorite writer of all time. Old
0: Uncle Uncle Warren.
1: Uh, and I love everything he is writing. Neil Stevenson. Uh, kind of staggering that she is so young and still.
0: She is a baby,
1: and yet yeah, is putting out. Kind of.
0: How, how did a baby learn to write?
1: Uh, G Willow Wilson, Miss Marvel, is uh, a wonderful, wonderful thing.
0: Good God, she's the best.
1: And Jonathan Hickman is. Uh, we're seeing. The architect of this mm-hmm. of Secret Wars and seeing the kind of culmination of years of his yeah. work at Marvel.
0: Take note, Grant Morrison.
1: But Jason Aaron, like what the things he's written this year. Oh, I mean Southern Bastards alone is getting better. I'm,
0: cry- I'm crying. A bl- I'm crying a little bit.
1: It's getting better. Uh, like it's kind of crazy. Uh, but that not even that he's writing the goddamned, uh, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, his work at Marvel with Thor is like before Vision came out was my favorite Marvel book, and is the one probably after Miss Marvel the one I would recommend to anyone pick up. And also now writing Doctor Strange, hipster Doctor Strange.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that that kind of bot that the like the catalog of work there. Yeah, is don't it, forget he
0: also wrote the biggest selling book of the year as star Wars. Number one.
1: Yes. Star Wars, which it like, that's the thing. Like, Hey, remember that star Wars stuff?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He wrote that too.
0: You remember how it sold like
1: over like over a million mil- copies.
0: Yeah. A yeah. million and a half issues or something.
1: Yes. Yeah, those, those that's good. Are, those are still coming out too. Those, those star Wars.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jason Aaron for letting us share this planet with you.
1: So it, it's. I, I don't. I like it when that when I was putting out nominees. I'm like I I'm gonna put all these people, but I can't. I can't see a place where I don't pick Jason Aaron. I feel like yeah. he's, it's, There's not a comic book he writes I don't like.
0: God, that's true, isn't it? it it's I I think like we we read Scalped. We threw it in for book club, and it's. I don't think it's his strongest work, but damned if it isn't good. If it isn't compelling, goddamn that man knows what he's doing.
1: The goddamned? He sure does.
0: (laughs) I'm going to to punch you in the
1: ass. (laughs) So, best writer, Jason Aaron. Two handies for Jason Aaron. He doesn't have to. Well,
0: he He doesn't have to share that one. Jason (laughs) Latour gets none.
1: (laughs) Well, he'll probably give the one he got for. He let Jason Latour have that one. Yeah our final category eric
0: what is it best artist of <laughs> 2015 dramatic pause dramatic pause uh, uh i'm a little disappointed i didn't have people i could add to this i felt really dumb
1: i don't know it it we could honestly it, it is not there's not been a better time in comics for having amazing artists
0: Mm -hmm. like everyone is a crazy virtuoso yeah the bar is
1: so high for like that's what these people on this list i feel really strongly about like there's like what i consider what we consider average is amazing now yeah and like you were looking like like that's that is what the bar is now for like an average comic book writer is great Mm -hmm. compared to what it used to be uh, and so when, like, these people I like, I really like, I, like, those are the names that stood out. I'm like, that's all, every time. I was like, I wanna. So, nominees Isad Ribic, uh, with his work on Secret Wars. Did he do some God of Thunder in this year, too? I feel like he did. The tail end of. That's a good. Early question. this year? Or did he start Secret Wars back then? I'm not sure. Either way, Secret Wars is strong enough yeah. that I. Confident adding him. Russell Douderman who who replaced Isad Rebic on Thor with Jason Aaron. Fiona Staples, uh were not only Saga but also the Archie relaunch. Uh Takeshi Miyazawa, uh his work on Miss Marvel, and Mike Delmundo, mm-hmm. who uh Weird World. The finally I uh, think of a place for his crazy yeah. ass heart.
0: For his weirdness. I forgot I had added him. He fell to the next page. He did fall
1: to the next page. It's okay.
0: Mike, come back.
1: I mean, the spacing's important.
0: We can't do- Don't don't go. He stands alone, man. Um Who are you choosing, Eric? That's a rough call. It's hard. It really is. Because I mean, god almighty, it's these are beautiful. Probably the one that has the warmest, coziest place in my heart is Takashi Miyazawa. Whom I adore. Mm -hmm. Possibly the most important one. Hmm. I mean, it would be between Isad Ribic and Fiona Staples. Fiona Staples for taking something that I hated (laughs) and redesigning it to where it looks and works it looks great and works that's that's huge that's a big deal it is i mean i what were you what was going through your mind when we started reading archie what what were you thinking i was going to do and say
1: i was thinking that i don't know trying to think back I think my, my, I think my expectations that were that you'd like the art and you would not like anything else. <laughs> Cause it would still mm. be Archie. <laughs> but that's, a, and it's, I don't think that should be understated. That is a huge deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Archie is. is a
1: comic property that has been around for over 50 years. And uh more,
0: more, more than that, right? Yeah, like way more than fifty years. I know.
1: I just I
0: I, I think I don't, it I think I, it predates Superman, even, doesn't it?
1: I don't know for sure. I don't know off the top of my head. That's why I did not try and guess. Uh But the first time they relaunch it with a more modern aesthetic, they choose her to make those design decisions to set the tone for what that book is going to look like for the the near future
0: first Archie comic, three years after the first Superman comic.
1: All right. Uh and frankly, as long as Saga is coming out, I mm. feel like much like Brian K. Vaughan, will always be a finalist. Uh yeah. It's and that is as much I mean, that's the storytelling in Saga as much her as it is him. Uh and it is always good. It all mm. it, it is a constant. It is
0: it's one of the pillars of society. It
1: is a pillar of modern comics. It's like it's really, real,
0: it re, it really is, isn't it?
1: Like the first thing someone says, like, "Oh, I like reading comics." I'm like, "Do you read anything besides Marvel and DC?" Their answer is, "Yes." I say, "Read." Are, so you're reading Saga, and they go, "Of course." And if they're reading only Marvel and DC, I say, you should read Saga. Go read Saga mm-hmm. now.
0: It is it is how you get people. It's the it's the gateway drug.
1: So is is that your answer?
0: what takashi or or fiona staples that
1: is the, that is the question
0: mm. it's it's takashi mizawa okay just just for just for my love of his work
1: it's really it's great it is is it, and i i think it says a lot that you pick him even with even the, over
0: cuz i do love these guys well
1: i mean over these people and in in, in contextually that he is replacing adrian Alfana. you know it's mm-hmm. it's Oh yeah, yeah, and that's in doing it in a doing a great job it, mm-hmm. it, for a book that is just so it's it's worth like it, oh, it. We are in a golden age of comics.
0: I don't we, think we enough really people, are. I don't
1: think enough people are saying that. I'm like I hear it no. here and there, but this is there are every week. I, I'm like, oh, I wish I could read more. I wish I had more money. I wish mm-hmm. I could have the time even to invest in all these different books because there are so many good books coming out and that Miss Marvel is not the only, like I go, Oh, Miss Marvel is so, so great. It is such a refreshing book at Marvel. And then I think about all the books that have come out after it recently who have taken at least tonally, uh, the same kind of direction and it's 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 wonderful um, my answer is I, I I'm gonna go the other way Fiona staples
0: acceptable yeah
1: that's acceptable that's okay mm. it, it's unlike and I don't want to diminish the, the 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 work from the uh, Russell Dauterman, I I love that Thor book I oh I, God yeah oh. I really 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 like it and his I I, Thor God of Thunder, that entire book is...
0: It's, God, it was it, one of the best comics of, what, 2014?
1: Yeah, and me, like, I think that is a thing that is going to be, like, a run that is going to be around for a long time. It's going to be... Mm-hmm. And the fact, I had no idea, like, oh, they're replacing, he said, Ribic He said it's going to go to Secret Wars, and they're replacing him. I'm like, hmm. I mean, I trust Jason Aaron. I'm curious what this new art is going to be. And then every issue I'm like, wow, it looks so great. Um, and I, I feel like I, I kind of am even, I'm even excited about what Donovan does after this. Cause I feel like I, I kind of want to see him stretch his muscles in a different direction, but we'll see. And, uh, uh, Seer Wars, East Hyrule, I, I feel like his art perfectly delivers on the grand epic scale that that event demands. Something Convergence completely uh, mm-hmm. did not deliver. Uh, I think that is a tale of two events right there that, you know, they, DC and Marvel both did the same sort of kind of event, and Marvel has been really great, uh, and DC has fell on its face, and that his art is truly wonderful, even if there has been many, many delays. Um, and Mike Domundu, I think, is kind of a dark, here, dark, dark horse here, but one, I've, I've always loved his work, uh, and I'm glad that he found a place uh, doing art for a book that is tonally more consistent with his crazy weird style. of the, the, You know, weird layouts, and compositionally not n- straightforward. It can be weird. But Fiona Staples is amazing. Controversy.
0: So, what was that? I was going to say shock and all, but shock and all really, really really wasn't that important.
1: So two handies, one for Fiona Staples and one for Takeshi Mizawa, and that will conclude. Our third annual handsome boys handies awards. Mhm. It was a great year for comics.
0: Yeah, I Jesus Christ, it's exciting. Uh
1: yeah, golden age. There's it there's never been a time when there have been more great comics coming out. I like I I I, it, I cannot keep up. Like I cannot read them all. Mhm. It's 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 crazy, but great. I, it's a great thing. I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 and I don't know. Comic book movies are doing great. I feel like there's synergy there. I feel like there are more people reading comics. I feel like there, the the more people who j- n- normally wouldn't have read comics are, like I know people who are, you know, reading things because there's so many great books that are so great there's and there's a comic for everyone whatever you like even if you like bloodstrike i'm sorry <laughs> it's out there if you want it deadpool gwenpool Kind of, mm-hmm. We, should, we I, I'm gonna. Probably, we probably, we probably should read,
0: read Gwenpool. We'll
1: read a Gwenpool and see how it goes. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, any final thoughts, Eric? Uh, no.
0: Okay. Comics are good.
1: Comics are good. I think we'll wrap it up with that. I think mm-hmm. that's a good enough statement. Comics are good. Yep. So, we'll about wrap us up with that. However, we will have, uh, you know, our regularly scheduled programming next week with Inner Blood Book Club. We are reading They're Not Like Us, volume one. Uh, we had read the issue after that, uh, first initial article. I think article. it was number seven. Yes, it was, issue seven. And we were intrigued, but confused. So we are gonna reset, go back to the beginning of that, check it out, see what it's all about. Let's see, uh, get some questions answered, I guess, about what actually happened to set up all that stuff that happens in issue seven. Uh, so, They're Not Like Us, volume one uh, for next week. Um, we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Find everything there. Find us on iTunes. If you like us, please rate, review, subscribe to us, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. Helps new people find the show, believe it or not, with the weird algorithms that those podcatchers and iTunes has. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash hands of Hour. You can follow us on Twitter at H B C Hour. You can reach out to those either of those places, let us know what you want us to read, uh, what you like, what you don't like. We like to hear. Um you can find me on Twitter at Mixmaster That's M-I-X-M-A-S-T-E-R-C-E-R-E-A-L. Eric, where can they find
0: you online? You can find me, find my portfolio, by going to freewillunlimited.com. And most of the things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com. That includes uh, my Pinterest and my Instagram. I am known on Instagram as easygoodnight. And you can find me on Twitter where I am at MrBadExample, spelled M-R-BadExample there you go
1: there you go with that folks we'll call it a day have a good one
0: rock and roll